Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner, college football season. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited-time offer now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odds boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable. Located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. If you're not in a sports betting state, don't worry. DraftKings has daily fantasy options on the DraftKings app, so make sure to check that out. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson. Chase Crawshaw with me today. Chase, how you doing? I'm doing pretty swell. How you doing? I am doing amazing because not only did we have a great day, recorded some WNP, we're not professionals. Not only did I get to get some smite in, but I finished my last ever homework assignment. Unless I fail. But hey, 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 hey. You yeah. didn't fail. We're good. Applause. So happy to be done. Um, got a uh, bachelor's in journalism from Michigan State University, where I will be here soon. Oh, good deal. And um, I I was pumped to get this assignment finally done. Very last class, very last assignment for it. 750 word uh, look back on um, this job specifically, doing, doing the Bulls broadcast. So a lot of fun to be said in that article. But now... I've got nothing on my plate, and I just get to look forward to the grad party that's coming up this Saturday. Can't wait. Yeah, it sh- should be a pretty decent time. Uh, looking forward to having maybe one or two uh, adult pops. You know, that, that's, that's the max they do. I don't ever have any more than that, but it should be a good time this weekend. Hats off to you for graduating. You know, I'm, I'm now that you and Johnny and now even kind of Graham are graduating, I'm not the only one that's, that's graduated anymore. And I felt pretty lonely having a college degree and no job. So now I'm happy that I'm not the only one with a college degree and no job. <laughs> right, exactly. But <laughs> uh, for the party, the old graduation party, I know I told you uh, off air, Chase, but we are having burnt ends and some pulled pork sandwiches with some 
cheesy potatoes, got um, a veggie tray, some salads, a bunch of snacks and stuff too. Uh, the beer of choice is going to be Bud Light. We're going to have some seltzers. And then, of course, we've got a signature cocktail for when it turns to just the boys, uh, when everyone leaves and it's just you, me, and a couple other people. And it's going to be a kind of pineapple forward Hawaiian drink. So that was my choice. I'm very excited for that. We talked about alcoholic drinks last episode. So we're going to be making one or my mom's going to be making one. I'm not sure what it's going to be exactly, but I said pineapple forward and got to be like a very summery vibe. Yeah, uh, it sounds good to me. I'm I'm amped to try it. Sounds pretty yummy. Absolutely. Well, on today's Bolts broadcast, we've got a lot of news to discuss before we hop into another draft. We're going to be doing another snake draft at the end of the show, and it's going to be about the Olympics. The Olympics just finished up on Sunday, so we wanted to kind of take a look back and, you know, celebrate the U.S. because they won again, of course. They dominated, you should say. (laughs) So we wanted to kind of do a a snake draft pertaining to the Olympics. We'll get more into detail about that in a little bit, but we got to talk about all this news first, starting with a bunch of contracts that have been signed recently, starting off with the biggest one, Sam Reinhart. He signs a three-year deal with Florida, a good player in a, a good situation in Florida not making me as a Tampa Bay Lightning host excited. Yeah, I think it was a hell of addition. Uh, first round pick is probably market value. That and, you know, Devon Levi, who's a solid prospect, nothing too unreal, but a solid goalie prospect. Um, so, you know, that return and then the salary that they're paying him, I think it all works out pretty well. All pretty good values for the Florida Panthers. Reinhardt's got a legitimate chance, you know, to come in and be, you know, one of this team's top two scorers. He's got that ability. He's a really good shooter as well as being a, a pretty, you know, smart playmaker in terms of setting up the play. So he's got, you know, the right offensive tools, and he showed some of those flashes in Buffalo, kind of hard to shine in a place like that. So maybe, you know, coming down to Florida, it'll, you know, make, make our rivalry rivalry a little more intense. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we're, we're, we're the Tampa Lightning. They're the Florida Panthers. We know who's boss. Absolutely. He's looking for the resurgence down in Florida, and uh, losing Levi, not a big hit because – they kind of have this kid named Spencer Knight. Who's that? <laughs> exactly. Well, Chase, let's move on over to Detroit. Uh, they signed Jacob Vrana to a three-year deal, just over $5 million per year. Yeah, uh, five to five to be exact. It, it felt high to me at first. Um, I know he had a, a great run at the end of the year, and he's been one of the league's best five-on-five players. Uh, but it still felt just high for some reason. But then, you know, I saw, um, I think it was Evolving Wild. I mentioned them a few times, you know, in this offseason because they've been doing some pretty good work in terms of you know, valuing players and, and contracts and stuff. And he pretty much signed it about what they projected his value to be. So it uh, looks like it to be a pretty good deal for both sides. You know, three years at that 5-2-5 average. Verano's getting a good payday. He's going to get some pretty heavy minutes in Detroit next year. You know, they're still a rebuilding team. Um, and, you know, the, the way he drives offense on 5-5, it really is, you know, something that's kind of magnificent to behold. If you if you ever any of you pay attention to advanced analytics, he's legitimately one of the, like the best. Like I think like top five in the league in five on five finishing. It's pretty crazy. That's pretty good for Detroit. I haven't paid much attention to their game in a while because they really haven't been doing much. But yeah. I know Jacob Rana when he was with the Washington Capitals, he had a couple of decent little stretches. Um, 
in the beginning of the season, I think it was last year, two years ago, whatever it was, he was starting to pop off a little bit, really starting to find his way in the NHL. So excited for him to get that three-year deal. And he's going to be one of the cornerstones for Detroit going forward, or at least that's what this contract says. Moving next, Neil Pionk, he signs a four-year deal, just under $6 million. Yeah, I mean, I, I say this one is fair. Uh, Neil Pionk's Probably Winnipeg's best defenseman right right now. He really kind of like came on out of nowhere. Um, he wasn't really looking like too anything like special as as a prospect when he got traded to Winnipeg, and all of a sudden he just boomed into a pretty damn good player. Uh, I don't know what happened. The change series helped him kind of figure it out, but he's proven you know to probably be their best defenseman. And I think I mean these obviously guys you could bring in that are gonna be better, but within their system, I, I don't really think there's anybody else that can be better than him in the way he is playing. He is a very good all-around uh, D-man, so I think that value is probably fair. And how the mighty have crumbled within Winnipeg. I feel like I recall them having quite a few good defensemen, what was it, three, four years back. Obviously, they had Bufflin, Morrissey, Truba. Um, Myers. They had Zach Bogosian. Yeah, Myers. They, they had a, a, a plentiful defensive core, but now they really don't have that. Neil Pionk being the... And- Hey, so sorry, I don't mean mean to cut you off, but I can't forget the legend Toby Enstrom. Just came to my brain. Oh, true, true. Pionk being the best one there right now, <laughs> though. Um, I I am happy that he got his money because I'll always be happy for players to get their money. But when I'm looking at it on the surface, we just talked about Adam Pellich and how he does so much for the New York Islanders team. He gets a deal very similar to this. I don't know if Neil Pionk does as much as Pellage does for his team. So I feel like looking at it, at it from an organizational standpoint, I feel like it's a little bit of an overpay if you're looking at Adam Pellage's contract. Yeah, I get that. That's fair. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, when you compare this to the other defensive contracts that have been yeah. signed this offseason, I guess you kind of kind of look at it as a win. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, all right. Two goalies now, Chase. Igor Shosturkin, Ilya Samsonov, both returning with their current teams. Uh, Igor Shosturkin, a little bit bigger of a deal than Ilya Samsonov. Yeah, so Shosturkin signs a four-year deal with a 5.65 average. Uh, that is the highest total dollars and average salary ever for a goalie on a second contract. Seems kind of crazy because you think, you know, a guy like Carey Price, he would have gotten a big deal coming off his rookie year, or maybe Carter Hart could have gotten that type of thing. But nope, Shesterkin has the highest. Um, and it does make sense when you think about it. Goalies take longer to develop. You know, he is an older goalie as it is when he came over, so he's got some more development. He has that, you know, KHL uh, tenure behind him. So he's more, you know, it's more of a different type of second contract than most goalies, but still kind of a cool little factoid to have for him. But good for him. He definitely deserves it, in my opinion. Absolutely. Igor Shosturkin and Alex Gorgiev took over that job in the New York area with the Rangers. That led them to being okay with getting rid of King Henrik. Uh, speaking of King Henrik, Chase, he might be making a return. Yeah, he, he kind of hinted at this a little bit. Um, didn't really like do anything like too crazy deta- like details, but posted a picture of his pads with, you know, like... I almost put these on like 18,000 times, whatever, uh, whatever is what it is, you know, kind of stay tuned type of thing. So maybe he's in, in a spot where he's able to come back and play. You know, last year he had the health, the heart issue where he wasn't able to. But if he's clear to play and he's good to go and he's in shape, hell, why not someone sign him? He can easily be, I, I guarantee you, he would sign a minimum deal to go to a team 
and, you know, play that backup spot duty kind of role on a team that has a legitimate chance of winning. It'd be so cool. Absolutely. And the Penguins, they look like they need some desperate help when it comes to goaltending. Why not go spend some cheap money on King Henrik? And there's other teams out there, too, but that's just the first one that came to my mind because they had the goaltending situation seemingly figured out when they had Flurry and Murray. Then they get rid of Flurry. Murray has a huge downfall. And then they get rid of Murray and Jari comes in and he was kind of subpar. So uh, that could be a team to look at. And there's a couple others out there as well. But uh, just first one that came to my mind. All right, Chase, let's talk about two messy situations. One is a messy situation within their own locker room. Another messy situation that was created by the fans. First up, Evander Kane and the San Jose Sharks. Yeah, uh, reportedly his teammates and like so San Jose Sharks players have made it known within management that they do not want him there anymore. If he is there when the season starts, they will not be there. So it looks like, you know, San Jose could be looking to trade Vander Kane. He's coming off of one of his best seasons, if not his best season of his career. But he has all the off-ice controversies and issues right now, which are kind of, you know, making things way more difficult for him than, than they need to be if he was able to just stay out of the trouble. Um you know, I also think that it's not impossible San Jose finds a way to avoid his contract. You know, um, there's like also different sorts of reasons people have their contracts voided. Maybe they can use the gambling thing, uh, you know, like try to say, you know, just because there's even speculation he's betting on NHL games that we don't want that and they might be able to get out of it that way. Uh, I don't know, but there's going to be some sort of move or deal done where he's no longer a San Jose Shark. Now, Chase, I got to ask, we see that Vladimir Tarasenko wants out of St. Louis has yet to get out of there. Um, He's got a decent-sized contract, and we think that there's probably something going on behind the scenes if no team is willing to trade for him, at least quite yet, because you would think something would be done already. When it comes to Evander Kane, all of his off-the-ice issues have been very front and center. He's also got a pretty big contract. What are the odds we see him actually get traded to another team right now. Yeah, it's not likely. Um, there might be something that happens down the road, but like within the next couple of weeks, it's just not likely. Um, his value is taking a pretty significant hit. You know, people would like to trade for that player. People like to trade for Vladimir Tarasenko as well. But at the end of the day, these guys still do have certain values as you know as they are on the ice. So until that value is able to kind of be met some sort of middle ground, I mean, it just it's gonna be too hard for it to actually happen. Interesting to see what happens in the San Jose camp. But Chase, moving on, we got to talk about Vancouver fans misinterpreting what Elias Pettersson has said. My God, Elias Pettersson, all he says is, "I want to be on a team where we win." Pretty much is, is what he says. And Vancouver fans are like, "Oh my God, he is disrespecting us. He wants to get traded. He wants to get out of here. Why would he say this type of thing?" No, he's just saying he wants to win. It's like what McKinnon said with the Avalanche. He said, "I've been in this league for nine years and we haven't won shit." Like it, it's true. Everyone plays the sport, like the sport of hockey, to win. It, there's very, very few people in the sport of hockey, especially at the highest level, that aren't playing to win. Like some guys just play for money. Sure, that happens all the time, but at the end of the day, it's a sport that's so fueled off of passion and commitment that everybody wants to win. People will forfeit salaries to win the Stanley Cup all the time. And it's just it's just kind of an example of that. Pedersen is frustrated that the team isn't where he expects him to be. He's a superstar player. He wants some better support around him, and the team should be giving him better support. But they're they're handing out bad contracts and trading for, you know, probably shit assets. 
and he's definitely frustrated with it. So I get that, but he's not like he's trying to say, I want to get traded. He's just trying to hope that, you know, they can take the right steps and help themselves become a winning team. Tell me if I'm wrong, Chase, but it always seems like, at least from my perspective, that the fans that blow things out of the water and freak out the easiest are the fans of the Canadian teams, the Montreal Canadiens, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Vancouver Canucks, the Edmonton Oilers even. They're... I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because hockey is like their sole sport, their whole, their sole thing that they hold on to where people that are fans of American teams like the Tampa Bay lightning, they can move on over to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or or whatever it might be. But it just seems like the fans of Canadian teams specifically are the ones that freak out the easiest. Oh, a hundred percent. It's, it's exactly like, remember awesome Matthews is a rookie. Uh, USA wins world junior gold. He tweets out the American flag and people are like, all right, get him off our team. We don't want him here anymore. If, if he's going to be rooting for the Americans, we don't want him here. And people are like, are, are, you, are you shitting me right now? And he's like, no, no, we want him gone. As the guy goes on to put up 40 goals as a fucking rookie and scored four goals in his first game. I, I, Canadian fans can be so blinded and just dumb sometimes. I, I don't know how else I want to say it. Like, I, I get there's passion. I, I understand that. And I love that they have that passion. But at the end of the day, you got to like, realize what, what like you, you, you just can't be so oblivious. Like, you can't just assume that, all oh, this player wants to get traded because another player said similar types of things in, in Jack Eichel, and he wants to be traded. You can't just say that because Austin Matthews is supporting his country with just one gold that he hates it in Canada, he wants to be traded from the Leafs. You can't just assume this shit. There's a point where passion becomes delusion, and right. it's, a fine li- it's a fine line that you gotta uh, try not to cross there. But, Chase, our final story um, before we talk quickly about the Tampa Bay Lightning and then move into our snake draft is that De'Eric King, the... University of Miami quarterback, he signs an NIL deal with the Florida Panthers. Yeah, so uh, the the used quarterback, Derek King, becomes the first college athlete, collegiate athlete, to sign a uh, NIL endorsement deal with a professional sports team. So he just kind of kind of make appearances around the area, try to support the team. Um, it's kind of cool, cool initiative because you know, like the university or Miami University, University of Miami, whatever the hell it is. Um, you know, th- that football team is a pretty popular product down there. So if you can, if you can get the your quarterback, a guy who I think has uh, it's a little bit of a, a, you know, sneaky little bit from our college football. So coming up, I think he has some sleeper Heisman up, upside. I really like his talent, especially as a college type of quarterback uh, to get that kind of guy promoting your team. I mean, it's just good press all around, good publicity. So smart move by the Panthers. Yeah, I agree. But I have to say, if you told me a week ago that a college football quarterback would be signing an endorsement deal with an NHL hockey team. I would have been like, no way, dude, that's not happening. But sure enough, here it is, and it'll be a blast to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited for this college football season, too. We're kind of kind of, kind of going to get back on track, and all these athletes have signed these crazy endorsement deals. I'm all for this. I think the NCAA has held players for their money for too long, so I'm completely all for this, and all these just weird endorsements and shit that I'm seeing, I love it so much. I think it would be awesome if we're watching a bowl game and just say that Alabama's in it for some reason, and you see their quarterback, Bryce Yon, doing like, I don't know, an Arby's commercial or something because he's already made over a million dollars in endorsement deals. Could you imagine just seeing him in a commercial as well? It'd be like watching Baker Mayfield in his Allstate commercials when you're watching a Browns game. Or is it Geico? I don't remember. It, um, I don't know. It, it, it's one of the insurance companies. But all, all I know 
is I want to hear these collegiate football players. Um, you know, you know, like when, when you're when you're calling, you know, you know, blitzes or calling calling out the Mike linebacker, for example. You know, you might like or like you know, Peyton Manning would always say Omaha. I just want to hear eat fresh out there. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. That'd be awesome. But uh, Chase, finally, before we hop into our snake draft, got to be talking about Braden Point. Uh, I think that anyone listening knows who Braden Point is. Well, nah. he had a pretty good little picture with the cup and the Tampa Bay Lightning liked it so much they made it their profile picture. I thought this picture was freaking hilarious when I saw it. I'm just scrolling through Twitter. I see hashtag new profile pic. I click on it. It's just Braden Point holding Stanley Cup, holding Crocs in his hand, just looking like the most non-NHL player I've ever seen in my life in this picture. It, it, it is just fantastic. I would I want this tattooed on me. I love it so much. Chase, are you a Croc guy? I am not a Croc guy, but I love the whole aura of Crocs, if you know what I mean. Well, hey, maybe you should be a Croc guy because Braden Point just won back-to-back Stanley Cups. Yeah, I mean, hell, that's a great guy to advertise your product. I might go buy some, you know, if it's going to let me score nine goals in nine playoff games, maybe I'll wear them. If he doesn't get an endorsement deal after this picture, I mean, all all faith is lost in the Crocs company. Yeah, Crocs is fighting for their life in the brand group chat if that happens. Absolutely. All right, Chase, well, let's move on to our snake draft to end the episode. And... This was an interesting one. You poised, you proposed it to me while I was playing Smite. I looked through it very briefly, didn't really understand what the whole premise was. However, you kind of clarified it for me a little bit. We're basically going to be drafting Olympic sports that we feel we could best compete in in a future Olympics. Is that what, is that what you were getting to? Did I get that right? Absolutely. So it's not, you know, we are awesome athletes of course but we're obviously not olympic level athletes so we're just saying if we got thrown in the olympics and said we're gonna put a bullet in your head if you don't go medal you know what things you could have the best chance of meddling at so you know we've got a list it'll be four rounds again snake snake drafted kind of like last time um and it's just yeah it's really whatever you think you could truly hold up the best at, even though we'd all get obliterated no matter what oh absolutely all right chase who's going first this time are you taking it well, again or should I go? Well, I went first last time and I'm winning the poll as of right now in the alcoholic beverages by a decent chunk. So maybe you should go first, get that first overall pick. Well, it's because people don't like I, I you know, I thought I was playing the crowd. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> I, I do love all those drinks, but also I figured down in Florida, who doesn't like a pina colada? Who doesn't like a margarita? Apparently everyone, apparently people just hate life and they want the dark, the dark drinks, like the rum and Coke, like the hey, Long Island. Hey, just remember, like as, as vacationers, we love pina coladas. You know, you, you don't drink pina coladas in Michigan. You, you live in Florida. It's your full time house. When you go down to Jamaica instead of going down to being, being in Florida, you know, then you drink your pina coladas. Hey, we're having a Hawaiian signature cocktail at my grad party. So, yes, we do drink those. <laughs> OK, whatever. Go ahead. Uh, all right. One oh one. I. I think this is going to be a good one because I'm going to steal one off your list. And it's, I, I think, the one that I could really be the best at. And that is curling. Yeah, curling was definitely on my list. Uh, that that hurts because curling is a fantastic sport. And if you hate on curling, then I hate on you because it, it is just awesome. It's not necessarily the sport that's like, you know, just crazy. It's not like physicality. It's not rugby. You're just smoking people. But just, the, the you know, their preciseness, the, just the whole action, the whole aura of the sport. I love it so much. Uh, curling was very high on my list. That does hurt. And I 
we should mention that you can pick anything. You can do Summer Olympics, Winter Olympics. Yes, yes. Whatever whatever sport is available, you can take it. So uh, that is why I went curling first, even though we did just finish the Summer Olympics and the U.S. absolutely killed it. But Chase, 102, you're up. Well, I mean, I got to go with my obvious pick, like the one sport of all these sports that I've played, and that's ice hockey. Like, I mean, I, I played ice hockey growing up. I wasn't any fo- like good at it. I was horrible. But still, best thing that's that's on this list, 100%. So ice hockey is a pretty clear choice. And, you know, might as well just just cut some corners. And I had to make sure that it was in the Summer Olympics. Olympics, And it is. Field hockey is in the Summer Olympics. So might as well play some field hockey. Never tried it in my life. I know it's completely different. But it's got hockey in the name, so it's good enough for me. (laughs) There you go. I like the picks. Ice hockey. uh, Easily your number one choice after curling is gone. Or maybe even with curling there, ice hockey no doubt in my mind you would have been taking it. Um, field hockey, I, I am in the same boat <laughs> as you. I got no idea. Never played that. Um, but, hey, if that's uh, the choice you want to go with, go ahead. Now, this is where it gets a little bit tough because I'm not very good at any of this stuff. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> I'm going to – my uh, my second pick, the 202, I'm going to go with baseball slash softball. So, Got a good good amount of experience in baseball and softball. Um, played baseball for about four years and then played softball for about three years. So I do have some experience in those sports. So I'll go with that as my 202. And then my 301. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I had some that I had picked out, but now I'm looking at everything. And I'm like, no, no, this isn't really working. Um, I will go with archery. So looking through archery and shooting, um, I feel like I would do well at shooting. However, I've never shot a gun archery. I have shot many bows because, um, my family, at least my cousins, they're very into hunting and bow hunting specifically. So I have shot a bow and arrow multiple times. So archery, I guess will be my third pick. Yeah, that's fair. I, I had archery and shooting kind of lumped up one in the same. Like I was going to, I didn't know which one to go, one, like one or the other. I'm not going to pick the other because uh, it, it it is a little bit lower on my list because I wasn't too sure. But, you know, solid choices. And baseball, softball wasn't even on my list because I was so bad at baseball. Oh, boy. Like, it, like <laughs> even though I played it, like, I'd still take myself in some of these other sports than that. Um, so this is where, this is where like it's Like equestrian? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I don't so I don't know this this is definitely where where it gets tough. Um I think I'm going to go with, you know, soccer for my uh 30302 for football slash soccer. Um not a sport I ever played when I was younger. Most kids do. I never did. Uh, I started playing it like recreationally, you know, as I got older through high school and stuff and then haven't played it, you know, in 6 7 years, however the hell long it's been. But I, I always got credit for being a pretty decent defender for never playing. So, you know what? Give me um, three weeks to train and, you know, maybe I'm out there defending against the best of them. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, okay. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> hey, good luck with that. And hey, I even played soccer as a kid. So surprised that you didn't. Yeah, I know. I'm like the only freaking kid I know that did any sports that never played soccer. Uh, I don't know why. It just never Really appealed me when I was younger. Now, my final one, I'm really between three. One of these is an absolute, like, meme, so I'm, I'm not even going to say it because, like, I, I wouldn't. I kind of want to I wouldn't it. do this. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll drop it as my honorable mention. How's that? We'll each, we'll each do an honorable mention that we won't count on the poll, but we'll still drop it anyway. That works. Um, all right, if you have one. But I, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with 
officially going to go with Handball for my 401. Anybody watch Handball? It is it is really interesting. It's exactly what it sounds like. You got your hand, you got your ball, and you throw it in like a goalie. You get a goalie like blocking a net, kind of like hockey. Uh, it's on like a almost like basketball type of court. It's it's actually kind of interesting. You know, like you gotta you know you can take certain shots. You can shoot from behind the line. You can't go like into the paint unless you're like jumping and shooting. So you can kind of take like, like a jump shot type of thing. Uh, it's a little weird, but like these people can rip the ball. Um, and I, I if anybody listens to part of my take, it's a Barstool podcast. I remember they were interviewing a pro handball player a couple years ago, and they were saying that no, you could you couldn't take the best. Like they said, could we take the best athlete from every sport in North America and put them together and they have them beat you guys in handball? And they said no, absolutely not. So what if you gave them a year to train? They still said no, absolutely not. So apparently, handball players think that this sport is that intricate. So I would probably get mollywopped, but you know what? Let's give it a shot. I mean, it'd be really funny if you just walk in, you get like two weeks of training and you just absolutely destroy anyone like that'd be really cool. <laughs> yes, that would be awesome. Just put them in their place. I have never seen handball uh, looking at the picture. It looks like dodgeball. So I was <laughs> like, OK, it's, uh, it's weird. My my final one is going to be volleyball, but not regular volleyball. Beach yes. volleyball. Um, I Always play beach volleyball with some friends here uh, in the summertime. Just played some beach volleyball Sunday night, actually. So always excited to get in the sand, try to jump higher than like three inches and get the ball over the net. So that is going to be my final choice there. All right. I know it's fair. I had a feeling you were going to go with with it somewhere at some point. Uh, Just so you know, my, my, my honorable mention that I had was rhythmic gymnastics, so that you know that that's the stuff oh, with no. the bow. Um, yeah, you know, I was like, you know, do I do this the 401? But uh, yeah, I think that's just a little too off my radar. Uh, if I had to pick a honorable mention, I'll do the bobsleigh because there we go. That seems like it'd be seems scary I mean, shit. It would be really scary, but I've got a team with me, and hopefully, they can guide me there, guide me to the win. So uh, it, it it would be really intense, like. That bitch flies. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not doing luge, because that is just all on me. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm good on that one, thanks. I saw diving, too, and I was like, oh, that'd be interesting. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I can't do just a regular dive, so not happening. <laughs> That's fair. All right, well, those are our picks for uh, what we think we would be the most proficient at when it comes to the Olympic sports. We would love to know what you would be the best at if you had to be dropped into any Olympic sport, which one would you be the most confident in? We would love to hear about that, but uh, we will put that up on the bolts broadcast. And uh, how are we doing this? How are we doing this next poll? They're talking. What? What What do you mean? Well, you said we we're going to put this up like as a poll or something, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, for the drinks, we put that up as poll. We'll do the same thing. Um, just like, we'll say, um, I don't know, like kind of like who who do you agree with the most? Like, I suppose probably will say who, what, like which four sports you think you could do, you know, the best at compared to the other one. Like, so if you think you do better with my four than Mike's four, vote for that one. It's kind of the type of thing is what I was thinking. Okay, gotcha. Well, there you go. Make sure to go vote in that poll. But that's gonna do it for this show. We're gonna move on to hockey name of the day. Oh, this is uh, I knew you'd love it. <laughs> um, we've got Wilbur Yellow Old Woman. Yep, Wilbur Yellow Old Woman. Uh. If you don't know who Wilbur is, he is a 29-year-old defenseman from Standoff, Alberta. Um, it is a, you know, it is an indigenous reservation area over there. Um, the league that, that he plays in, the RHL, I don't remember what it stands for, but it's a league that's pretty full of indigenous players. You know, the legend, Trag of Many Guns, he, he plays in that league. Um, 
so yeah, Wilbur Yellow, Wilbur Yellow Old Woman, you know, all separate four words, is a pretty iconic dude. I got nothing about his height or weight. Um, he, you know, he, he's a decent player in that league. He's got, well, how many points is that? 36 points or 56 career games? Not too shabby. I kind of, like, we always talk about, oh, bring the parents on. We got to talk to them about these names. They're just wrong. Um, this one, I want the parents in to kind of tell us how they gave Wilbur his name. Because I'd be very interested in that. Well, you know, a lot of these, like, um, they're just last names. That, like, there, there's a whole bunch of names in this league that I, I we could go over them now. We could, I could read them in a different hockey name of the day. Um, but, like, like a lot of, um, you know, people in this league, these indigenous names, they're, they're kind of like this. Like, you know, Wacy Rabbit, Colton Yellowhorn. Those are two guys that play decent levels of pro hockey that are uh, indigenous Canadians as well. You know, there's Brooker, Pretty Young Man. I think we did, I feel like we talked about him one time before. Um, that's, that's another... Unique name or uh, Wilfred North Pigan. I don't know how to pronounce that. Or J Many Gray Horses, for example. Uh, some pretty legendary names, you know. You know, in in this league, I, I love them so much, though. But it, it's definitely an indigenous thing. Yeah, and I I think I'm more curious about this name specifically because Wilbur, being a 29 year old man, getting the name Yellow Old Woman, very yeah. interested in that. Yeah, it's tough. So. Who knows? Well, I, I don't think we'll ever find out. Maybe there's an article out there or something, but um, interesting name for sure. And uh, always a fun time doing hockey name of the day. But that's it for the episode. Chase, hit him with an outro. As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us out on Patreon, support us that way. You know, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, it's just a different way to get some different content from people within the network. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast, that is at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. And while you're at it, follow WMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. That way you're getting your hockey talk, you're getting your football talk and everything you need. Uh, you know, you'll be able to go vote in our polls. You can go keep voting for me because I'm the best assist. Uh, you know, you know, you know how she be. Uh, make sure you go to thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. I know the podcast network right there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. We got blogs there as well. Make sure to check them out. Wherever listening, raise five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns, and do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.